Good morning. Our $900 chance today. Uh, 900 bucks. That sound of moolah has gone up to. If you want to play, make sure you go to thebulltulsa.com to eliminate all the guesses that have been wrong so far so you don't it's not redundant. Uh, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. You know, the one of the top stories in the country right now is Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey. And whenever there's a touchdown, they show Taylor Swift on television. But, you know, there was somebody that came before Taylor Swift that got a lot of attention because they were at a football game. And you might remember this. It was college football. And it was, uh, I'm not a sports guy, but Musburger. Yeah, Brent Musburger, he's a commentator on television. He's got a great voice. It was the Alabama game, Alabama versus Notre Dame. I don't even know what year this was, but the quarterback's girlfriend, A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, Catherine Webb, was in the stands. I've got a clip here, and this lady's just in there trying to watch the football game, and I guess the announcer, this Musburger, sees her on the camera, and then this happens. Wow, well, I'm telling you, quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. I, a, what a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's wow. doing some, some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with Pop. Now, when you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see that lovely lady there? She does go to Auburn. I want to admit that. But she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? And right there on the right is D.D. Bonner. That's A.J.'s mom. Wow, I'm telling you quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. I, a, what a beautiful woman. Wow. He's A.J. He got in a lot of trouble for that, too, you know. Uh, 45 seconds they went, and they're like, oh, look at that's a good-looking lady. Wow! <laughs> Woo! Like, and she buddy. was yeah, she was in the stands just minding her business. Yeah, she was in there like trying to make a spectacle of herself. Mm -hmm. They just took notice. And while that is a, a good looking lady, you can't spend forty five minutes of a college football game Talking on about, and on and on and on and on. I wonder if his like Brett Musburger's wife like beat him with a purse when he got home. I mean, well, I, I read about this that um, she was actually flattered by the comments, or that's uh, what she said. The lady, uh, Catherine Webb. Catherine Webb. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now they're married, these two. So she's just trying to mind her own business. Who's married? Catherine Webb and AJ McCarron. Yeah, I thought you were saying she married Brett Musburger. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Okay. He wishes. What do you think they would say? She's if, like, that's a good-looking lady. Uh, wow. Whoa, whoa. What would hey they now. do if they put the camera on me? What would they say? They'd be like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> dry heaves. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. I don't know if you remember being young, but me and Daniel went through this, that when we were like 21, we'd go out and we'd club and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But if there was anybody over the age of 25, it seemed creepy, you know? Like, I would be like, what is that old dude doing in here? What a creep, man, hitting on these college girls. I was disgusted, you know? I'm a big jerk. I remember that. The guy used to name Jonathan. He'd be 28, and he would come into the bar, and I'd be like, what the heck is he yeah, doing in and here? And now, yeah, 28 seems pretty young. And so from that, I've always tried, I've, I've really made a concerted effort in my life to not be a weird creep or something like that. I did something yesterday, and I want you to tell me if I was a weird creep or if I did the right thing, Okay. Yes, plug. Does this make sense? Okay, so I'm walking uh, through the neighborhood last night, just getting some fresh air, and um, I see my, my neighbor, Maddie, and I go, oh, hi, Maddie, how are you? And she goes inside, and um, and then I notice there's a car just idling outside of her house in the front yard, or, you know, parked right there in the front yard. It's just idling. Nobody's in it. I go, all right, that got my attention. That's weird. And then I hear um, a sound similar to this come from her house, and I'll play it here, and I can hear this all the way out in the street. Followed up by, oh, my God. And, I, you know, I saw her park, and she goes in her house, and then that's what I hear next. Okay, so I hear a woman screaming. 
I know that Maddie just went in her house, and I said to myself, should I go, like, check on her? Because I knew her husband wasn't in town. And I thought, nah, that's going to be weird, man. Like, she's going to think I'm, like, paying too much attention to her, and now I'm going to go check on her and stuff. Anyway, I started to walk home, and I got to my driveway, and I said, nah, I, I, can't, I can't not go over there and just see what the heck that was all about. There's a car idling out in her yard, and she goes inside and screams. So I go around to the, uh, the front of the yard. I went to the front door. And I knocked on the door. And I can also, there's like a window right at the top where I can look in. Oh, you peeping Tom. <laughs> but, but peeping Tom. Like if there was like a crime scene in there, I wanted to be able to notice if she was all right. So instead of knocking on the door, I knocked on the her. door and simultaneously looked up over kind of the ledge of the, you know, one of those doors with the window at the top. Got right? it. So you looked and into the window. I looked into the window as I knocked on the door. And she sees it's me, and she comes over, and I said, are you okay? And what had happened was one of her girlfriends had showed up, and they were just chit-chatting, and I guess they got a little loud. And then she texted me later, and she said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was screaming because my best friend came over and gave me the juiciest gossip I've ever heard. What was so juicy that she would scream out? That is the mystery here. But uh, our friend Veronica is here, and I wanted to get a lady's perspective. Let's say this is, let's say you're Maddie, you live next door to me. And your your dude neighbor came over to check on you. Is that a cre- did I do the right thing or is that I what, would what say should... absolutely check on me okay. <laughs> if you hear a scream, mm-hmm. but maybe don't peep in the window first unless I don't answer. Okay, <laughs> this right. this is a peep and tag. He's <laughs> no, I didn't come from a place of trying to see anything. I was trying to check on her. Why didn't you call her on her cell phone? Um, I was just outside and her door was. 40 yards away, so I just walked over there. How good. do you know her husband's out of town? Because I know his, I know Tim. Mm-hmm. I know he's on a road trip right now. So you've studied this lady. You've watched her for, <laughs> oh, no. for days. I know, I, know her, I know her husband's schedule, so I know we all in the neighborhood kind of know that stuff about each other. And right. so, like, we'll keep an eye on each other and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. Then I felt weird afterwards, and I said, maybe I should have called her, and maybe I blew it. So I think, I know, I think you did the right thing by checking on her. I think peeping probably out of line. All right. Well, they do have a window without a drape on it. So what am I supposed to do? Close my eyes and walk up? Did you? Were you wearing a, a ski mask when you walked up, or just? Well, yeah. That's how I check on okay, neighbors. Good. Ninety-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The sound of moolahs worth nine hundred dollars. That's a ton of money. Joining us on the phone is Sierra. How are you? You say you're out there in Henrietta. I'm good, Bill. Uh, we're good. You got, uh, you said four kids. You're staying at home with them. That's got to be, I'm sure you could use some money. Kids are expensive, right? Yeah. Uh, how old are your kids? Four, three, two, and five months. Uh, how do you do oh it? My God. How do you do it? <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, how does she even, like, have time to play a contest, really? Uh, well, you got to win some money. <laughs> All right, Sierra, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Tig is going to play that sound for you one more time. In three, two, one. Sierra from Henrietta, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Sure. Sierra, what is your guess play? Cutting paper with scissors. Is it cutting paper with scissors? It is not, Sierra. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. Well, that's bad news, but here's the good news. If you'll help us do a little math, it was 900 We're going to add $50 to that. 
What does that come okay. to? Okay. 950. 950. And your next chance to try to guess the sound of moolah is going to be at 810. And since you didn't win, you're qualified. So if you're able to get through again, you can play again this hey, morning. Thank you. For even more money. That's at the 810, as Daniel said. 810 right here with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. I always say Daniel's got a got a unique life, Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Uh, like I, you know, most people your age, I'm just being honest, probably have uh, been married, maybe not anymore, but they have kids and stuff, and they worry about their kids and their relationships. And Daniel, Daniel doesn't have any of that. And uh, Daniel, you lost some sleep the other night, I guess, wondering this. And what, did, what were you worried well, about at a, night? There's a big difference between me and you. You lay there at night and you worry about everything. You worry about the job and you dread this and you worry about that. I don't do all that. Mm -hmm. I was sitting at home the other night and for like an hour I thought about this. When it comes to chicken, <laughs> one piece has to go. Uh, what okay. piece of the chicken would you get rid of? Now we're talking drumstick, mm -hmm. breast, leg, or thigh. Okay. And I really want you to think about this now because I thought about it for an hour. I, I had had some drinks, I'll did, be honest. Did you come up with a conclusion for yourself? Yeah, but it's kind of controversial. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. But mm -hmm. um, What would you eliminate? Whatever the one, I don't even say I'm so bad at food. What's the one where you, it's like, I don't know, size of a tri or shaped like a triangle and you got to basically pick it apart to get to all the meat? The thigh? I, I don't know. You feel like that's the size of a or the I don't know if you've ever seen a triangle, no, but there's the, no there's no part of the chicken other than maybe the beak that looks triangleish. Maybe it's the chest then, the breast. Yeah, whatever it is. this could be hard to talk to you about because uh, something's wrong with you. Yeah, there is. Uh, so you want to know real quick from uh, yeah, uh, from, from you guys, from everybody else, if you've really thought about it. Chicken, one piece has to go. Mm -hmm. Is it the leg? Is it the wing? Is it the breast? Or the thigh. What a controversial, polarizing it subject. It really kind of is if you really think I, about it. I don't want it. people to fight and stuff, but 918-879-9898. One, one piece of that chicken has to go. Which one is it? 918-879-9898. Welcome into the bull. Well, a very controversial topic. By the way, we're going to get to those Pumpkin Town Farm tickets in about 10 minutes with our bullfight. But this morning, Daniel... Daniel lays around thinking about most parents, you know, they, most people, I would say, think about money and they think about their kids' health. And Daniel sat around for an hour thinking about if you had to get rid of one of the parts of a chicken, which would it be? Chicken, one piece has to go. What's it going to be? Ty, this is going to be, it seems like on the surface, not a very deep debate. But if you really thought about it and you really get down to it, people all over Oklahoma are going to be arguing about this for weeks. You want to go to the jurors? Yes, play. Good morning. Who's this? The wing. Uh, that would shut down Buffalo Wild Wings. It would shut down many industries. What would you watch? What would you eat while you're watching football if you got rid of the wing? Legs. That's also <laughs> part of the wings. When you get, I'm so get confused. Wings, yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> well, hey, man, I appreciate the call, okay? All right. Wow. I don't even know what he's talking about. That guy That's hates Buffalo Wing places. You know, when you get wings, Tig, you get the drumette Is and that you get what the I'm flat. Getting? Okay, well, I'm learning. Those are the two different kind of wings. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Monica. Monica, very controversial question this morning. Chicken, one piece has to go. What are you getting rid of? <laughs> you guys crack me up. It's the wing for sure. The one that Tig was talking about is called the wing. Okay. It is triangular shape by the way you fold it. 
Yeah, okay. And, and you have to, like, pick at it. You can't, like, I love the drumstick. Yeah. In fact, when I go to KFC, I ask for only drumsticks, and I think it drives them crazy. But they're easier to eat, man. But, Ty, you don't like buffalo wings? Yeah, I do, but, like... So why would you get rid of the piece that you like? Did I say... There's not much meat on it. Yeah, he did say, this yeah. guy's, what's well, wrong with you, man? Why don't we make buffalo wild wings out of the bigger piece, like the drumstick? Why can't we do exactly. that? Well, they have drumettes. No, but I want the big boy. Why don't you make that buffalo wild wing? You're a pig, dog. So far, uh, most everybody's saying wing, which really shocks me. What tension? Hey, who's this? Alex. Alex. He's talking about the chicken wing when they don't take the elbow and the tip off of it. Yeah, so I was right, Daniel. Shame that on you. That is nasty. That is nasty. So you would also get Chicken rid of the wing? I would get rid of the wing. Hey, y'all are shocking me this morning. Yeah. That's because uh, you don't have your pulse of society. If it is untrimmed. If it is untrimmed. Well, I appreciate the call, man. I guess what people are, um, when they're, you said what piece is shaped like a triangle, that's why everybody's calling up, I guess, to tell you it's the wing. I <laughs> see. Okay. And it's hey, untrimmed. Uh, you know, when they have that extra, this this piece... Okay, I, I get you. Do you you don't do seem one? to know much about chicken. I though. have no idea. Do, do you want to do one more? Yeah. All right. It's a controversial topic. Hey, good morning. Who's this? This is Tommy. Uh, Tommy, chicken, one piece has to go. What are you getting rid of? Breast. The breast? Well, that's a, Maybe that's what I'm that's talking odd. about. Is that the, the bigger piece that's that's the chunkier? I don't know what the heck. I, I'm going to leave, yeah, Ty, you if you can't a... figure out what chicken is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I just yeah, like the you always got to eat around the weird bones in the middle. Yes, that's the one. That's get the like one. a little. Yeah. yeah. And it's white meat. You can't get rid of wings because then, well, you know, there it goes. Buffalo Wild Wings, Hooters, wing stuff, all that fun stuff. All right. Um, but, but the breast is what the they make the meat. chicken tenders out of. So that seems like you couldn't eliminate that either. No, it's just a tough, tough decision, Daniel. When you grow up, Daniel, mm-hmm. you got to make big decisions. Like, so that's I, the biggest thing Daniel's thought about all week. Uh, and it comes right down to it. It's got to be the thigh. You got to get rid of the thigh. Okay. That's your opinion. No, that's, that's the correct opinion. answer. It's not a matter of opinion. It's a matter of fact. <laughs> okay. Thigh's got to go. Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into the 98.5 The Bull fight. And today, we've got some uh, great tickets because it's Pumpkin Town Farms. I, could, I can't believe how big that place is. They, you know, they have a gun over there to shoot a pumpkin. Pumpkin cannon. They've got a corn maze. They've got it all time. And here we go uh, with our 98.5 The Bullfight. Two contestants. It's going to be a, what would you call this? It's all dudes today. Uh, Battle of the Beefcakes. I think that's what we like to call it. Uh, We'll start with Robert. He's a social worker. Get this, he's got six kids. Robert, why did you tell us you wanted six kids? (laughs) Because my last name is Jackson, so I wanted five. So I can have my own Jackson five, but I... I'm an overachiever, so I need it. <laughs> it's the Jackson 6. Um, if Tig and I were in the Jackson 5, I would be Michael. Tig would be Tito. <laughs> uh, taking on Robert, the social worker today, is Justin. Works for the Oklahoma National Guard. Justin, you've got a couple of, couple of twin boys, three years old, right? Yes, sir. How in the world do you keep up with them? Um, a lot of energy drinks. You give those kids energy drinks? That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. I bet. I wonder if Robert... They have enough of their own energy. Justin, do you have to get one of those leashes, like, you know, those uh, backpack leashes that kids have on sometime? Do you put them in that? No, we just have a really big wagon that we stick them in and carry them around in. Oh, nice. Well, all right, guys, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. I've got a car brand quiz for you. I'm going to give you the model 
you'll have to tell me the brand. Uh, this is the very popular theme to Knight Rider, a hot new 50-year-old television show. <laughs> there we go. All right. So. You couldn't find just the music? Now that this guy's talking over it? Here we go. All right. Up first, Robert. The Beetle. What brand makes the Beetle? Volkswagen. Volkswagen is correct. Justin, the Corolla. Toyota. Toyota is correct. Robert, the Accord. Honda. That is correct, Robert. Justin, the Corvette. Uh, Chevrolet. That is correct. We're tied up two to two, Robert. The Cherokee. Jeep. Correct. Justin, the Viper. Uh, Dodge. Also correct. Three to three. Robert, who makes the Maxima? Nissan. Justin, who makes the Escalade? Cadillac. Correct. Four to four. Robert, who makes the Sportage? Kia. Correct. Justin, who makes the Crown Victoria? Ford. Ford is correct. All right, guys, we're all tied up. What should we do here, Ty? Should we do tie-breaking situation, one question, or should we do sudden death? Whoever misses the first one loses. Do you have enough to do sudden death? We can do a few sudden deaths. All right, let's uh, go there, right, and then we can get going. down to the final stuff. Okay. Uh, Robert, who makes the Elantra? Hyundai. That is correct. Justin, who makes the Grand Am? Pontiac. Correct. Robert, who makes the Outback? Subaru. Correct. Justin, who makes the LeSabre? Buick. Correct. Robert, who makes the Gallant? Mitsubishi. That is correct. Justin, who <laughs> We're makes... We're going to be here until the afternoon. Who makes the Cutlass? Um, is it Chevy? I'm sorry, Robert. I, I mean, can I guess Justin, that? I'm sorry, Justin. That is incorrect. Oldsmobile. Yeah. Uh, it was the Oldsmobile. Uh, Robert defeats Justin in sudden death this morning in the 98.5 The Wolf Fight. Battle of the Beefcakes. Uh, well, Robert, you got a decision to make. Are you going to hold on to these Pumpkin Town tickets, or are you going to give these to Justin, yeah. father of twin boys, three years old? Man, if I didn't have so many kids, I'd <laughs> give them to Justin, but... Uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to keep them. Uh, it no pains, it yeah, pains Robert to say, but he's going to hold on to the tickets. Justin, don't worry, though. You got another shot. Why is that? Pumpkin Town tickets oh, tomorrow. Okay. But also, before all that, Daniel, he's got a shot at $950, which is our Sound of Moolah. Have you guys been listening to the Sound of Moolah at all? Yes. Yes. I think this is going to the moon, boys. I think that we could be in two, $3,000 range, but we might knock it out this morning at $950. We will play that at 810, so within 20 minutes. So if you've just joined us, you're, you're here at a heck of a good time because you are like 19 minutes away now from $950 right here with Tiger Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. If you're okay. Yeah.
Two minutes away from $950 here with our Sound of Moolah. But, Daniel, you made a point um, about Little League Baseball. that I really didn't pay much attention to your points because I barely listened to you. But, um, <laughs> like so many parents out there, your kids are in sports. And we're super busy with what they call fall baseball now. Mm-hmm. And um, you said, I mean, you used to go to Little League games because you dated a lady and he had a, she had a kid that was in Little League and, you said the parents drive you crazy because they do the same thing in the stands. And I've never really paid attention because I'm I'm helping, like, assistant coach, so I'm not paying attention to what's going on in the stands. But um, I did last night, and you're exactly right. Whenever somebody gets up to bat, what happens? Uh, well, there's a lot of the, the cheering, which is good. And then there's the uh, – if they swing and they miss, they go, good cut. <laughs> good cut. I don't know what that means, good cut. What good, does that mean? Good swing, I guess, cutting at the ball. Um, if they do hit the ball, then everybody goes, go, 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 go. <laughs> like they, if they didn't know to go. <laughs> I even went to track and field once. This kid played track and field. I went to one of his track meets. This guy's 500 yards away on a football field running this whatever it is. That circle. And they're like, go, go, go. <laughs> like this dude ain't going to stop. Good eye, good eye, good eye. Good cut, good cut. Good cut. You'll get the next one. Run, 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 run. So I don't know. I, whenever I watch, I watch very quietly. Why do we all feel the need to cheer on or make any kind of comment? Well, it makes the, it elevates the atmosphere, I'd say, if the, the fans are involved and the parents are involved. I mean, it is exciting, but what else are you supposed to say? Nothing. Just watch. Just quite like uh, I always like felt tennis? like, and you, you're a coach. Now, again, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't have any kids in sports, but I always wondered, why not just let the coach coach? Why are you yelling good eye? Or why are you in the stand telling them what to do? You're part of a community when you're a sports fan. But you, you want to be part of it. Shouldn't they let the coach do the coaching? And the coach is coaching, but, I mean, it would be weird if you went to a college football game and everybody just goes, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good touchdown. Went, As to the excitement. When we lived Daniel, in Nashville, one of the coaches, one of the coaches now or whatever, we would stand right like one foot away from the dugout and smoke. I was coaching the kids. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> it's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Sierra, Ty, earlier Sierra guessed the sound was cutting paper with scissors. And the odd thing about all these guesses, whenever I hear the guess, I can kind of see where they got it from, don't you? Yeah, once you hear... Yeah, you start to connect it in your brain. I'll play the sound, and you can see where this might be scissors cutting paper. Yeah, it's in that realm. But here we go for $950, Daniel. If you think you know the sound of moolah, call us now. We're looking for you, caller number 9, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah. On 98.5, The Bull. Let me introduce you to Brian. You say you're calling from Okmogee, is that right? Uh, yes, that's uh, right. And is it windy out there? What's going on? How's the weather looking so far this morning? Uh, it's super windy, and it looks like it might rain. Would you like well, Tiger sure to make it rain on you, make it rain money? I sure would. I sure would. All right. Well, uh, listen, we want to hire you, and the uh, we want to hire you to identify the sound of moolah. It will take about one second of your time. If you get it right, you're going to get yourself $950 this morning. Brian, do you want to hear the sound one more time? Uh, yeah. And three, two, one. And by the way, I want to remind everybody, go to thebulltulsa.com later this afternoon, and it'll be updated with the latest guesses. Uh, we've already had one repeat guess on this sound. We hate to see that. 
But uh, now I'll turn it over to you, Daniel. All right, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Brian, you've heard the sound. Are you now prepared to guess the sound of moolah for $950? Uh, yes, I am. Brian, what is your guess? Play. Is it a rake? Is it a rake? Be more specific. A metal rake. Oh, one of the metal rakes. I'm sorry, Brian. It is not a metal rake. Oh. Bad news, kind of, uh, but there is a silver lining. So we take the sound of moolah. We're going to add $50 to it. So if we added $50 to the 950 Brian, what do we come up with? Uh, $1,000. That's a, that's a lot, isn't it? That's a real big boy. <laughs> big boy. Uh, that's four digits. $1,000 for the sound of moolah, if you can guess it. Let me play that again, but I'm going to think of this rake. It reminds me of a rake over, like, your driveway when you're trying to get leaves off your driveway with a metal rake. Let's mm-hmm. listen, to, listen to it again. A little bit. Yeah. I can hear that. And, you know, it is fall. Leaves Good are guess. starting to fall. Good guess, Brian. Way to go, pal. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, tell everybody you know another shot at the Sound of Moolah coming up at 910 on 98.5 The Bull. Yeah. All right. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Yeah, are you about me? It's 98.5 The Bull are you about me? with Tig and Daniel. Hey, uh, when you roll around the stores around here, any of them that sell cigarettes, you're going to notice new signs on the uh, doors now. Welcome in to uh, Did You See on 98.5 The Bull? This from News on 6. Well, about 200,000 tobacco retailers across the country are now required to follow a new mandate. And Oklahoma's T-Set is now educating the public about these new changes. These tobacco companies are now required to post signs that reveal the consequences of cigarette smoking. This comes after a ruling in 2006 by the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia. So, um, you know, you already got that warning on the side of the packs, right? Mm -hmm. But now you're going to see the posters as you walk into the stores, apparently, where they're really going to... I mean, this sign says there's no... There is no safe level of exposure to secondhand smoke, and that's a poster that'll be up, and other messaging will go up around town. Do you think that will, seeing that poster, deter anybody? I don't know. You know what they did in Canada, though? I mean, they really went at it in Canada. I think they do. They say, you're about to go over to uh, England for a vacation. You're going to see they put graphic photographs. Of on like, the cigarette carton or, you know, yeah. on they, they put like a picture of a dude, you know, with a hole in his neck and stuff like that. Oh, I've seen where they just like the guy's chest is open and his lungs and all that. It's, yeah. They like and then you got, oh, I don't know if I want to smoke anymore. Real bad. But the tobacco companies got in trouble because they, they were kind of found guilty of uh, all sorts of racketeering. And also um, they said they weren't going for kids. But then they were like, we don't go for kids. But we do have a new flavor called cotton candy coming out. <laughs> like, you know, it's clear. Yeah. Um, so anyway, now they have to kind of pay the price for all that. So you'll see that around town. Uh, also, the uh, the big lottery was won. And um, you didn't win it unless you were in Southern California last night and came back to Oklahoma. $1.73 billion. Uh, guess where it was purchased? Liquor store. Really? Liquor store. <laughs> they got a store where you can play liquor and lottery? Yeah, I love playing liquor, man. Saturday night, I play a few glasses of liquor. <laughs> Get liquor and lottery at the same time. Yeah. So uh, that's a that's a lucky guy who likes to drink liquor. Very, very rich. Nice. Uh, did you see this? Uh, Jada Pink- Pinkett Smith was on the Today Show with uh, Hoda yesterday. 
said that her and Will Smith have been separated since 2016. I saw that. Isn't that crazy? Because Will Smith went up and slapped Chris Rock like That's, to, to uh, save the honor of his wife or whatever, and they're not even together. Uh, here she is explaining why they didn't announce it to anyone. I feel like you're a straight talker. I am. Except you're not sometimes. Yeah. So why do that? Like, like what was the reason? I think just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in partnership, right? In regards to how do we present that to people? You just say I'm you know? And we hadn't figured that out. She yeah, also, you'd say I'm divorced. She told People Magazine that when Will slapped Chris Rock, she thought it was a skit. When they got alone, the first thing she asked Will was, are you okay? Uh, these are very strange and weird people. They, they got that right, brother. I guess uh, How come when, when people get rich, they go crazy? I don't know. Like, I think Will Smith was like a regular dude, and you get a lot of money, and you turn to be, you're like wacky. I mean, he could do no wrong there for the longest time. Everybody loved Will Smith, and now I think we're all just like, what's wrong? And hopefully I'll never get to a point where I can't read the room and know that, like, hey, nobody really like likes you anymore. It's terrible. Mm. But she's trying to sell her new memoir, Worthy. Oh, yeah. Will you go out and buy Worthy? Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah, Arizona. Tell me why this is a big deal. The Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks last night made baseball history. Do you know how? Tell me. Well, not only did they uh, win the NLDS, don't even know what that is, but they also made baseball history. They blasted three home runs early in the bottom of the third when Christian Walker appeared to have hit a fourth just inside the foul pole, but it really wasn't. Listen to what happens next. Right field, Hayward toward the line, near the foul pole. Fair ball, home run. Might be worth the challenge. The camera doesn't lie in this case, and it looks foul. The call on the field is confirmed. Foul ball. That was a historical call right there. Never in the postseason has there been four home runs in an inning. Ever? Ever. More than 100 years ago? Postseason history. Wow. So, Christian Walker has the home run away. And then hits the next pitch to the moon. There's your fourth home run. Yeah. So four home runs in one inning, that's uh, Never been done in the, uh, yeah. in the playoffs. See, that's how boring baseball is to me. Even a historical first. Then why did you play it on the radio? Well, because I know you like baseball, and <laughs> Just apparently some people love baseball. But Baseball's gotten a lot better, man. They put this clock on the pitchers now. The games are only two and a half hours. It's pretty cool. You guys should let me fix baseball for you. What would you do? Three innings. You don't need eight. Three innings. Or how many there is? How many is there? Nine, Nine innings. You, you just need three, right? Mm-hmm. You really want to shake it I feel up? About, two. You know, honestly, that's how I feel about basketball. Like, I, I really can't get into it because the whole game is just back and forth. It's like, okay, 14 to 12. Then it's like 20 to 22. You just need to watch the last one minute of it to figure out who just gets the last point, basically, right? There you go. There's no sense in having an eight-hour baseball game. Just make it two to three innings. Okay. Uh, did you see this? This is the kind of guy that I think you, you would be fascinated by. He gets at home. He's a YouTuber. His name is Matthew Van Ness. He decides to sing the entire orchestra parts in the uh, Indiana Jones theme. Listen to this guy. one guy man i know but he's doing the tracks and then mi- mixing them together right you think i have too much free time this thing uh does an entire three minute version of it mm-hmm. 
This you like to watch or no? You like to listen to covers and things. Do you like to hear acapella versions of... I mean, yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Would you like to hang out with him? Yeah. Okay. Finally, there's a new phrase coined by author Sarah Wilson. It's called perfect moment syndrome. It's which you uh, set your expectations high for an event or situation, and then you're disappointed when those expectations aren't met. Mm -hmm. Here's a TikToker uh, talking about a relationship anxiety coach talking about a perfect moment syndrome. Perfect moment syndrome. It afflicts those of us who think life should operate in a certain way and to certain ratios. That birthdays are always happy. That a week in Thailand is meant to be relaxing. When you stop and check in with yourself, what are my expectations about this thing that I'm about to do in my relationship? What I found for myself is that when I have the bar so high of exactly how something should go, it leaves so much room for disappointment and it leaves so much space for me to feel like the experience that I just had was not what it should have been. My big takeaway is who takes a week in Thailand for vacation? <laughs> a whole week? Yeah. I think I'm the opposite of that lady, though. I go into things going, this is going to suck. You, uh, you, you get more, you're pleasantly surprised because yeah. you're such a pessimist. Right. Mm -hmm. So be a pessimist. Great advice. Uh, some good news, though, coming up. Nine, ten, Tig. The sound mm -hmm. of moolah has broken four digits. One thousand dollars. Dang dollars. And uh, remember, guys, we put the podcast up every day. This this sound is going to be hard. So if you want to go study that sound, you can go to our podcast and then hit that little button that's like reverses at ten seconds whenever you want. You can listen to the sound of moolah over and over on our podcast, Tig and Daniel, T I G E and Daniel, where you listen to your podcast. Ninety-eight-five. The bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You know, Daniel, um, Oktoberfest starts one week from today, but I, I went in and I was like, are there any German people that became pop stars in America, in a sense, that we didn't know about? And it's going to shock you who's actually German. Really? I that, can't that, think like, of... made it from Germany, and they had songs on the radio here. I only know of one German band. It's that uh, Rom Romstein. <laughs> okay. Do you remember but, that? No, I don't. How does that, that go? Was that was that band that had that uh, do. Du hach me, or whatever it means. You hate me. Okay. All right. Well, really fun-loving guys. Kind of, uh, this is my idea. You know, this is a stereotype, but this is kind of my idea of German music, you know. That kind of stuff. That sounds more like Switzerland and yodeling. This is German folk music. And, you know, they do the chicken dance and all that. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to play some of these artists that are actually German, and you, you're going to be like, What? It's so crazy. This one, um, you'll, you'll know this song. You're never going to guess the artist, but I think we all know this song. This is German. It does sound kind of German. You remember that? I remember it. I don't know the name of it or who, well, who sang it or anything. Who is that? That's a Enigma. Okay, so that's... When I get into the middle of this, you're not going to believe it. These are German... Uh, people singing songs that made it here. Here's one you may know. Let me know if you do. That song made it on the radio here. What band is that? It's a guy named Peter Schilling. It's Major Tom. So is the band called Peter Schilling or the Major guy Tom? The singing it, and I guess the song is Major Tom. Okay. Wow, yeah, very well-known artist, Peter Schilling. 
Nobody knew he was from uh, Germany. But I'm just saying, you know, know these songs, right? You yeah. didn't know they were German. Okay, I got these are going to kind of surprise you, I think. Okay, this one right here, German. Are they going to play this at Oktoberfest? Is this the Scorpions? Yeah. And they're from Germany? Yeah. The German band was full. Yeah. Yeah. They're German. Now, that one is shocking. Okay. I'm not even done yet. Oh, my. How about this one? Now, the, the singer isn't German. They employed her to sing this song, but... I'm losing my just a little. Oh, that like techno sound. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? In the middle. Ted? Baby. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? It's kind of have that European techno feel to it. Well, that's Marin Morris that you're hearing right now. I told you that they hired her to sing on the song, but that's their music. Zed. Yeah. I got something to uh, I still got more, and uh, this is surprising here. Well, actually, let's go to this one because it's less surprising. Still surprising. These are French Germans, but still Germans. Girl, you know it's true. But they weren't actually singing, were they? They were just lip syncing the whole time? Very famous Millie Vanilla. When it came out, they were lip syncing. It was a very big controversy, but I still... Love this band, whatever you want to too. call it. Remember they won a Grammy, and then uh, the Grammys were like, dude, you weren't even singing on it. But the guy who did sing said, no, they should still get the Grammy uh, for whatever reason. Um, but the one that kind of blows my mind that I had no idea at all, this is a German singing this song here, and we all know this song. I don't know if we like this song, but we know this song. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the no way that guy's German. That's Lou Vega, uh, Mambo number five. That's what it says. Hey, you're just making this up, right? Oh. David Lubega Balzimer, whatever, born in 1975, Munich, Bavaria, West Germany. Oh, wow. That really shocks me. Did you grow up listening to this music? Well, yeah, if you were growing up listening to the radio, you listened to it whether you wanted to or not. Well, I'm talking about your family ties. Uh, Tyke's grandfather fought in World War II, mm-hmm. a very famous German war hero. He did fight for the Germans. My granddad did? Yeah. I've got that picture of him, that one picture that we all have of our grandfather dressed in his, like, U.S. Army uniform. Your family famously avoided the draft. That is correct. <laughs> we, we were... <laughs> We were uh, fighting for our country in uh, Canada. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that shocking, though? I had no idea it was German. Why do people hate on this song? I mean, it's not, it's pretty catchy. Maybe it's because it's too catchy. It just is like an earworm, you know? Then I'm going to be hearing this all day, and I'm going to be going to sleep hearing it. So there you go. You learned something new about what might be played at Oktoberfest, uh, which starts next Thursday. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull.
We're uh, just a couple minutes away from the sound of moolah, which is now worth $1,000. Daniel, I did something yesterday that we all love doing. We, I went to the DMV to get a driver's license. Mm, I'm so I, curious. I've been very derelict. I've had my old state's driver's license, and during the pandemic, it was like you couldn't get it. Then after that, it was three-hour waits, and I said, I ain't doing that no matter what. No, thanks, buddy. Let's get to what we all really, really care about. How do you look in that picture? Um, so I even tried to, like... You know, I wouldn't say dress up, but, I, you know, I made sure my hair looked decent and, you know, I tried to do my best. And I got the, at first they give you like a paper picture, you know? Mm-hmm. And I looked like Chris Farley. Really? Yeah, it was brutal. And I don't know, and then I got on the, I was so upset with the picture I got on the internet and said, why do driver's license photos look so terrible? And they said, one is they don't, the lighting, what they try to do is make you not look glamorous. So, because in real life, if you get pulled over and they need to identify you, they need to know what you look like as a real person, not glammed up. So, so they almost do it on purpose. So to in make your you, opinion, mission and Mission accomplished. Oh, mission. Uh, congratulations to the DMV. They're doing a good job down there with that. And uh, also that they use a wide lens, which makes you, the gains weight on you. So I'm just going with that. Well, maybe like you said, maybe the paper picture is not going to be good, but the actual one is going to be better. That's what I'm hoping. And then we, what we want to do is in a 10 days or so, we're going to have a driver's license beauty contest where everybody uploads their driver's license photo. Mm-hmm. And we'll all enjoy those, right? I got to be—I gotta tell you, I'm happy with mine this you're time around. You're pretty good. Yeah. You son of a... You're one of the lucky ones out there. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah. On 98.5, The Bull. Well, Tig, the hills are alive with the sound of moolah. It's worth $1,000. Can you believe that? $1,000. I told you it's going to go to the moon. That's a lot of money just to identify a sound. Here's the sound if you'd like to hear it. In three, two, one. And remember, guys, uh, every day you should go visit thebulltulsa.com to make sure you don't re-guess an answer that's already known to be wrong. Uh, in the meantime, you want to go for this, Daniel? Let's do it. Let me remind you that Brian, last hour, guessed it was a metal rake. Sierra, earlier this morning, thought it was cutting paper with scissors. Those are both incorrect. So if you get it right, you're going to get that $1,000. 918-879-9898. Good luck. It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah. On 98.5, the bull. Ty, I'd like you to meet Patricia. She's a door dasher here in Tulsa, and she would love to win that $1,000 with the sound of moolah. How are you this morning, Patricia? I'm doing good, thank you. Are you out door dashing already this morning? Yes. Yeah. You know, I never think to door dash breakfast, Ty. It never occurs to me. Do you ever? Uh... No, it's uh, more of a dinner time thing for me. You ever reach in that bag and eat some of that stuff? Oh, never. Don't open the bag. Okay. You don't even look in there, do you? I thought you you don't check the order, I, I suppose. The order has to be checked on the what we have on our phones, and you are not to get in the bag at all. All right, there you and go. And look at any of it. Can't even look at it. Well, uh, Patricia, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Would you like to win this one thousand dollars? Oh yes. You've been hearing the uh, sound of moolah. You've formulated a guess. Tig is going to play the sound yes. one more time for you. Three, two, okay, thank you. one. There we are. Who is that? Well, now is your time to, uh, to take a guess here. Um, for $1,000, Patricia, are you now prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Yes, please. Patricia, what is your sound? I mean, what is your guess 
play? Opening a window blind. Is it opening a window blind? That is incorrect, Patricia. I am so sorry. A bit of bad news right, for you, you, but here's the good news. We're going to add $50 to that and play again tomorrow morning starting at 710. If we add $50 to that total, what does it come to, Patricia? $1,050. That's a lot of money, Ty. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. I'm nervous, man. I'm not even playing. I'm not even eligible, but I'm, I'm scared. This is some serious money. Moolah, as we call it. Hey, let me... I always like to play it with her guess in mind to see, you know, so let's all... All right, she said window blinds going up and down. Let's imagine that and see how close it is. That's a really good oh, guess, that's man. That's really, really good, That's yeah. really good. I mean, that's, the sound is what I would consider to be so ambiguous. That almost anything that's been guessed, I could see it being that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But uh, that's what makes it fun. The jackpot's now at $1,050. We hope to see you tomorrow morning at 710 for your next chance to play. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.